Hey everyone, it's your girl, your auntie, your friend, and your host of the show, TK. Our mission is simply to bring knowledge and information to inspire and help young men and women in the community transform their lives. Welcome to the Back and Forth TV podcast. Today with me, I have the very funny Mr. Frank Sinclair. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> and I also have Miss Dorothy B. Quick bios about them. Miss Dorothy was born in Illinois and raised in Detroit, Michigan. She lives here in Colorado Springs now with her husband. And you were, you said you were brought out here by the military mainly, yes, right? Yes, Um, Between them, they have six children. Um, she is an accountant by trade, but she also is an insurance agent by choice. And she has her own insurance business, which we'll dig into in a little bit. Um, she's focused on putting products in place for people to protect their family, their assets, and set the foundation to secure a peace of mind um, for the unknowns in life. And... Let me skip down a little bit. She told me not to read the whole thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good job. So to sum it up, she loves sharing information and answering questions about insurance. And then I have Mr. Sinclair, and he let me know that he's been in Colorado Springs for 37 years. In a row. In a row. <laughs> Which, that's something you never hear anymore. Oh, but people know. are like, I'm trying to get up out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's been here for 37 years. He's the chief encouragement officer of Dream Again LLC. He's an influencer and thought leader of and founder, founder of the Facebook page, The Encouraged Group. I need to join your group. You need, you need to join I know, I do. It's a wonderful group. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's a group of about 25,000 individuals um, that reaches out to over 100 con- countries. His influence reaches thousands, and all three of his children are business executives. Well, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he let me know he has 12 grandchildren. Yes, I do. <clears throat> that's, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, they all live in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all here. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the show. I'm so excited you guys came. Um, Thank you. I usually always start out with an icebreaker question. Okay. So the question is today, um, fried chicken or fried catfish? Which is better and why? Oh, fried catfish. I'm a Southern girl. (laughs) You know, we do that outside, do the big pans of it. You can't do just a couple pieces. You got to do a whole slew and everybody, oh, just catfish. Y'all love me some catfish. What about you, Mr. Sinclair? Yard bird. <laughs> it's got to be the chicken. You know what I mean? I'm with you on that. Because, like, chicken, like, for me, chicken is one of those things. I could eat chicken all the time. Me too. Yeah. Like, catfish, I love me some catfish. Yes. But I can't eat catfish every day. But fried chicken, I can eat every day. Every day. <laughs> every day. Yep. Okay. Well, I can't I eat either every day. I had some catfish last night. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not every day. You get a heart attack right, or something. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, more often than not, I can do like yeah. fried chicken more Popeyes, than I can. Popeyes, baby, all day long. Mm-hmm, child, mm. let me tell you about Popeyes. I'm gonna need you to get some fish in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I eat fish once every seven months. <laughs> I had some chicken at Popeyes, and I bit into a thigh. And Don't it was raw. tell me if it's gonna. It be was a bad not good. Story. It's too late. It's already out there. <laughs> <laughs> it was not the business. It was not. Oh, wow. I was like, this God wants me to live. <laughs> <laughs> this is not this is not it so resistant I don't eat mm. okay all right all. <laughs> um, but that canes go canes can get it they just need you know, some more yeah, seasoning I ain't even done that yet canes is good yeah, they just there. need some more seasoning on their chicken though mm. some more seasoning some more seasoning <laughs> some- okay oh. they need seasoning 
My man, like, Kevin, don't do me. He's just slamming cake. Because it's really hot and it's crispy. It's just there's no seasoning. Like, if you don't have that sauce. Oh, wow. Okay, like some some seasoning salt. Like, y'all couldn't sprinkle no paprika. I can cut up breasts and do that myself. Okay. Right. Right. Like, it would be bomb if they would just put seasoning on it. But, um. Shut <gasps> up, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Raising chicken. I'm just roll this in the seasons and dip it in the flour, and that's about it. Uh-oh. But yeah, it's yeah, if you ain't got that it. sauce, it's going to be rough. <laughs> you need the sauce. Mm. Anyway, so our topic today is let's talk business, and I'm really, really excited about this. Um, you two are very successful entrepreneurs in your own right. Um, so just from your perspective, why is this such an important topic in our community? Um, I don't believe that the young people are exposed to entrepreneurship. Um, Mm -hmm. I think if their minds were exposed to the opportunity of working for themselves, I think they would be more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess encouraged yeah. mm-hmm. to um, to build, and then looking forward to um, not just building for themselves, but building for others. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think that's what our kids need. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the opportunity to be their own boss mm-hmm. as well as the boss of others. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. Uh, well, entrepreneurship heartbeat of community. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important. Right. No community can be sustained without a strong entrepreneurial presence. Right. Mm-hmm. It just can. It's impossible. Statistics say it. We know that to be true from a lot of places. And it's an exchange of good and services. So that's how mm-hmm. one person continues to build their life and livelihood and gives other people opportunity yeah. to do the same. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, entrepreneurs... Um, if they were put on earth to do it, mm-hmm. show up as their best selves that when so they're true. in that space. Yeah. That is so true. Like yeah. you have to be, this has to be your purpose. It has right. to be. Because if it's not, you're setting yourself up for failure here. Yeah. Right? You might be setting other people up for failure as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sad thing. Okay, that is so right. true. <laughs> but I, I like what you said, Dorothy, too. Um because along when you do work for yourself, you're not just creating an opportunity for yourself. There's right. so many other people mm-hmm. that you're creating opportunities for, um, which is amazing. So I'm really interested to kind of dig in with you two. What made you even start? Like, how, when did you discover that this was going to be your purpose and what you needed to do? Oh, gosh, that started when I was young. My dad was mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. He um, was a real estate agent and a broker. And then I worked for him. Mm-hmm. And so that was my startup of being your own boss, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then when I branched out, I started my own business. I, I made candy at first. Mm-hmm. And so I had a candy business. I had it in stores oh. in Detroit and, mm-hmm. you know, all that good jazz. So then I was like, oh, I can't do corporate. <laughs> That's not for me, you know. Even mm-hmm. though I have, I have an accounting degree, that's great mm-hmm. for, your own, for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. great for your own business. And mm-hmm. and the only part of that that I I wish I had was a marketing side mm-hmm. that I don't have, that I have to reach out and mm-hmm. and get from other people. But it started very young, seeing mm-hmm. my dad work for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my dad was a poor entrepreneur. 
Oh, what am I gonna do with you? Oh my goodness! Even though he did some business himself, we we, we were raised extremely poor in poverty mm-hmm. uh, in North Carolina. So for me, I'll be perfectly honest. The fear factor mm-hmm. kept me from branching out. I knew earlier on that I had that within me to do. Went then there was raising children and the, the insecurity of my own life and walk and what I've been through kept me from feeling that I was uh, good enough mm-hmm. uh, to do that. So I really didn't venture out into full-blown entrepreneurship until four years ago. Mm-hmm. And watching all three of my children uh, at the success rates that they are in business at were the inspiration because mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I have three very accomplished children. Uh, mm-hmm. Two have been top 40 under 40 in Denver the last three years mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of other awards. What's the common denominator? Mm-hmm. Well, me <laughs> and their mom, right? Right, right? That was the common denominator of where they came from. So, Frank, you need to do this mm-hmm. and go out and parlay that into an enterprise that helps entrepreneurs with their movement. Mm-hmm. So that was the impetus for me doing it. Good, good. Yeah. So one of the things you mentioned was fear. Yeah. Um, and there's so many people that could be out here doing things, but I, I do think just the fear of for one, are people going to support it? Are people going to accept me? Am I still going to be able to support my family um, and pay bills as I pursue this new venture? Um, so what helped you, and this question is for both of you, what helped you overcome your fears and really just take the leap into this? Well, I, nothing overcame. I just took the leap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I say, you know what? What the heck? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a fairly relatively talented guy. It's been born out in mm-hmm. my career that I can be successful doing things. So why not this? Mm-hmm. And this is was my I wrote my business plan on a post-it note. Mm-hmm. I, I really did. <laughs> you awesome. know, yeah, I did. So my business plan was take one year. And work very hard and die, be integrated and dive into this community so deep that after one year, you'd be the best known, most influential, and mm-hmm. most attached uh, uh, entrepreneur in the city. Mm-hmm. That was my business plan. So after one year, I became so known that business just began to fall out of that mm-hmm. because of my relational capital I'd built mm-hmm. that year. Mm-hmm. So, and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-seven years of history. Yeah. Um, for me, I wouldn't say it was it was fear. It was more when I came here. It was more of an opportunity that. that Mm-hmm. Opened itself up, but um, my first business it was out of necessity. You know, I was a stay at home mom, and mm-hmm. you know, I would make gifts and candy to give away, and then people started asking for it, so it was more of a necessity to <laughs> pay the candy mm-hmm. bill. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, stop giving mm-hmm. that away for free, <laughs> right? Right? So then that grew, but it was more of knowing what I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and even more so knowing what I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's interesting that <clears throat> it seems like just based on what you're saying, people that are meant for this, it's not really fear. Mm-hmm. 
that's holding them back. It's just a matter of stepping into it. And like, if you're really meant for it, you're not going to be fearful about it. But that's the rub because fear is what keeps you from buying out if you're meant for it. Mm -hmm. You know, and really, when you're talking about entrepreneurship, your story is what works your purpose out. Mm -hmm. But people are fearful of revisiting stories. Mm -hmm. They're fearful of going through because there's so many discouragement bumps along the way. Mm -hmm. They feel if they go there, then they'll paralyze themselves. Mm -hmm. So uh, my encouragement to people is revisit that. Walk the natural course of your life, Mm -hmm. where you've lived, what you've done, what's excited you in those periods of time, and you'll be amazed mm-hmm. your purpose will just unfold right before you. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. It really is. But mm-hmm. very few people have the courage to do that. Right. Right. But yeah, purpose is very, very important. And that's something that we actually covered on a prior podcast that we did. Um, it just seems like people who are meant to be entrepreneurs, like they already know this. Like it's in their soul. It's in their spirit. Um, and they just kind of go after that. So anyway, what... When you're starting a business, I think there's so many misconceptions about it. You know, some people just go in thinking, I'm just going to make all of this money and I'm going to be rich and I'm just going to boss people around and I'm going to go take vacation. And the reality is, this is really not like that. And you'd be surprised. A lot of people really just don't know that. So tell me a little bit more about the sacrifices. Um, that you have made kind of along the way, <laughs> at least initially getting started and, you yeah. know, kind of throughout the business. Um, getting started, you give up a lot of your time. Mm-hmm. You invest a lot of time in, um, if it's a new craft, you you invest in a lot of time in learning that craft, learning um, what you're going to do. Um, you put a lot of time and effort into processes. You put a lot of time and effort into um, plans. Mm -hmm. So you do lose out initially on uh, family time or personal time Mm -hmm. because you're learning, you're um, planning, you're putting so much effort into it. You have to, um, something has to give. Mm -hmm. It's either what you want or what you have, mm-hmm. <laughs> something's gonna mm-hmm. gonna um, suffer for it at mm-hmm. least in the short time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And people, isn't it <clears throat> odd that someone walks up to you and say, "Why do you want to be an entrepreneur?" I say, "Because I want to be my own boss. I want to have control <laughs> of my time. Uh-huh. I want to be able to go somewhere when I want yeah. to." Well, first of all. Uh, you have to manage that boss mm-hmm. that you become. <laughs> That's true. Second of all, you yep. give up 40 hours of a check that doesn't bounce uh, mm. for 80 hours of a possibility of no possible. check. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? And which is taking all that time away from all those things. And here's where the discouragement comes. Right. I don't know where those expectations came from that people think they jump into entrepreneurship and suddenly all this freedom comes, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> <laughs> like somebody has to run the business. Where are you, who's yeah. going to run it? Right. Yeah. yeah. I must have missed that freedom point. I no, no idea where people get that from. Me and I think that's, again, a common misconception. Yeah. They think, you know, I'm going to get in here and just oh, yeah. it'll just fly and take yeah. off. And, you know, I think there's a lot of work that needs to be put into. Oh, my. 
especially on the front end when you're first starting, you know, um, so some people think too, that they can just start a business with very little figured out. Like there's no plan. There's no capital. (laughs) There's no, you can, you can, you'll tell me more. Um, but it will take you a very long time. Oh, okay. I was about <laughs> to, to say. To, to a place of comfort, <laughs> to a place of... That's one thing I would always suggest. When you when you start your business, start it with a, a process. Mm-hmm. A goal at the end, and then a process on how to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you start off, you just, you just run into this brick wall over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. When, if you start with a process, you at least know how to maneuver around that mm-hmm. brick wall. Mm-hmm. So um, that's something that I always get your process right first, mm-hmm. and then we'll, we'll, let's we'll set talk. some goals. Yeah, so, <laughs> set a goal, write a process. Let's, let's mm-hmm. then we work that out. You know, spoken like a true accounting major. <laughs> uh. Frank's like I ain't do none of that. <laughs> what process? Right. <laughs> I just do stuff up against the wall and hope something would stick along the way, you know. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) I really did. I tell people that tonight as well. We can overthink this thing. And we get so locked in the paralysis of Mm -hmm. analysis that we don't do anything, Mm -hmm. you know. And young people, I believe the new generation, those born between 1980 and 2000, that's that's what's recognized as the millennial generation, the biggest generation in history. I don't consider myself a millennial. Well, that's okay. Consider yourself. <laughs> you running this show. You be you be what you want to be. I'm gonna be that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the general thought process of that generation, which I identify with and totally agree with, mm-hmm. is that we want to matter. We want to leave a legacy. We want to be a part of processes. Businesses don't give us a part of that. That's why you see the running towards entrepreneurship yeah. today is because I want to matter. Mm-hmm. I want to feel like I mean something. It's not about how much money it makes. It's how much uh, influence I gather okay. and how much inspiration I can spread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I love that model mm-hmm. yeah. because you can, you know, People really don't give a flip about your your business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't. It's the social, uh, the social economic. What is that? The new thing? Yeah. Social. It's a social economic um, impact. Yes. Social impact. Yes. Social impact that it may. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people don't. So I tell people stop getting into the weeds in your business mm-hmm. because pretty soon you're gonna talk yourself out right. of of sales and everything. Mm-hmm. What they want to know. Because you can only move people two ways. Mm-hmm. You either inspire them or you manipulate them. Mm-hmm. Big business been manipulating us for years. That's they true. They always, that's what the whole marketing programs are about, them, manipulating right. us right. into a purpose, a purchase. Mm-hmm. But small business has the opportunity to inspire. Mm-hmm. And that's why your story becomes so important in your journey. Mm-hmm. And when you use that, you inspire people to engage with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is so beautiful. That was incredible. Wasn't it? Hey, don't like, <laughs> I'm like, he needs to write a book. I am. Dream again. Lessons on leveraging your pain. Released October 31st. Oh. <laughs> okay. He going to put that right on in. He got a book, y'all. It's coming. <laughs> Love it. Oh, 
<laughs> we should have met a long time ago. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> so I think there's a lot of people that are trying to do so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, so <coughs> in that, there's there's a lot of competition, obviously. And we're not right. just competing with other small businesses, but big businesses as well. Mm-hmm. What is the key to making you whatever it is that you offer unique? Oh, it's that personal touch. Mm-hmm. The um, knowing your clients, knowing your customers, um, being available, mm-hmm. um, knowing the customer isn't always right, but mm-hmm. explaining it to them why they're not. Mm-hmm. They're, that makes a huge difference. Um, I guess it's it's the personal aspect. If you know your clients and you learn people. Mm-hmm. You have a better chance at gaining a client than you than a big corporation would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, your offering is always unique uh, to Kara because you are. Mm-hmm. No one can do it but you. Right. I mean, if I knew we, you were going to say that. Huh? I knew you were going to say Did that. Did you? Well, yes. it's so true. <laughs> yeah, scarcity is really what makes things valuable. If there's one of something, its value always increases. Mm-hmm. And since there's only one of you, how can you not be valuable? Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of us living into that value, not trying to become valuable because that's right. what we already are. Right. But once we see the value of ourselves, it doesn't matter. She's in a space where there's thousands of people, right. but no one else can do it like Dorothy B., Mm-hmm. That's a unique proposition that mm-hmm. she's offering simply because she's her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what we want to leverage. Right. And that's the brand. Is it State Farm? Farmers, farmers. farmers Insurance. Mm-hmm. Is, and they say, oh, Dorothy's a farmer. They say, oh, Dorothy B is an agent that allows farmers to shine. Mm-hmm. I think there's a huge difference <laughs> right. when, when the way that we phrase it mm-hmm. and the way that right. we position mm-hmm. it. Right. It's not about I farmers, mean, it's about you. I have actually used that, you know, why why should we go with you versus somebody else? Because you get me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Darn right. Like, oh, <laughs> all right. That makes a lot of <laughs> sense. Like, okay. And I think the businesses that are the most successful mm-hmm. are the ones that understand what their value is. Right. They do. Um, and you don't really ever understand the value of your business until you understand the value of you. Oh, that's a quote. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true, though. You yeah. have to understand yourself. Because there's a lot of people who start businesses that could be successful, but right. because it's not what they bring to the table naturally, or that's not what's valuable or right. unique to them, yeah. then they don't end up doing it long term. Indeed. Because then, too, I think... If it's not valuable, you're not putting your all into it right. either. Absolutely. If it's not something that's important, you're just going to, if it doesn't work, oh, well, okay. That's oh, right, Thank God that's over. Right. <laughs> 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 and it's odd to me that most people don't show up themselves. Mm-hmm. And the sad part for me is most people don't know how to show up mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. They just don't. You know, it's no. Per- I'm not making a judgment here. I'm saying you can't do this thing alone. Mm-hmm. And in the black community, in particular, I find a lot of lone rangers, mm-hmm. a lot of distrust, mm-hmm. a lot of inability yeah. to wrap arms around one another. So we true. talk about it, right. we don't do it. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm not into the talking game. So last time I looked, money was green. So whoever can write mm-hmm. me a check that doesn't bounce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will take it. Okay. <laughs> so we've talked about you know just getting started taking that leap um and just finding out what you're passionate about what you uniquely bring to the table Mm -hmm. um so now let's transition into okay how do we grow so once we've Mm -hmm. stepped into starting this business we've kind of laid a, a basic foundation a lot of people are stuck and they don't know where to go from there and how to really grow it and, and get, you know, their name out there. And what would you say for that? You want to go first? You got this. I got this. <laughs> 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 like I stumped both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I'll be here with my good friend. You know, right. this is so awesome <laughs> this morning is and to carry you hit it on the head because it doesn't matter uh, how well you do business if nobody knows you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And then we step into a space that we don't have resources to market mm-hmm. and to do all of that. That's why brand you is so important to mm-hmm. me. We need to start finding a way to brand you. Mm. Make you unforgettable to the public. <clears throat> make sure that your value can't be forgetting like you. How can I forget you after the day, right? Right? Oh. He is brand new just by showing up. You know, six foot fine woman, guys. It's I'm saying you guys are 30 to 34, 35 years old. <laughs> just give me a ring. I will introduce you. But make sure you're tall and got a job. Uh. But we'll get back to this. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> you kind of walked into that one, TK. I know. Just, you know. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I shouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> one of the ways I do it, though, is that I do what we call business blast and mm-hmm. uh, get them out in the city to right. help people because I have such a wide and large influence in the city. So by doing videos with people... And I ask them to tell people three things. Who are you? Why are you? And what value does that bring to our city? Mm-hmm. Those are really the only three things. Everything else, man, it's almost like you're pantomiming because your lips are moving, but they're not hearing a word you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's true. And they don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Give me the value of what you're going to bring to us. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think some of it, at least now today, like social media is so important. If you're not on social media, you're not doing it right. Um, how has that, you know, helped your business be successful? Um, I'm not the best at social media. <laughs> so, I am. You, right. You are. That's how I found Mr. Sinclair on social media. <laughs> And then people were saying great things. I'm like, oh, this sounds great. <laughs> right, right. I'm better at it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, gosh, it is is so important. Um, when I first moved here, I was showing up everywhere. Mm-hmm. And now that we can't show up anywhere, mm-hmm. you know, the only option is social media. So um, I actually farmed it out because I'm not, I know what's my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what it's not. So, um that's interesting. Now I'm getting more phone calls. Mm-hmm. Um, people aren't showing up still. They're still, you know, afraid <clears throat> to come out of their homes. But social media has 
kept my phone ringing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Because you know, I'm not. <laughs> I'm surprised I got the message to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even gonna lie. Like I'm younger, but I don't. You know, I'm not on social media all the time. Yeah. I am now because you know I want to promote the podcast and whatnot. Right. But um. I do think, too, it takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there in social media. You know, it does. It really does. Um, But, you know, with social media, too, a lot of I find that a lot of people who have businesses, they don't even have like a a storefront, you know, like we people used to have traditionally, like you would have to have like a store to walk into or an office. But really, I think social media has allowed people to create that storefront. Yeah, create things on their own and not have to invest so much money on the front end. Yep. Isn't that awesome? It's, it is. I'm, I'm so stoked about that, man. <laughs> I tell you, because during COVID, my business went international and outside of the, the barriers of Colorado mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Zoom created new space. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I wasn't really familiar with Zoom until COVID hit. Mm-hmm. But then because of the social capital that I built, people were telling me about that. Right. So I was getting connected to all these other different people. So my business flourished mm-hmm. because it was it was unintentionally prepared mm-hmm. for an event right. like this. Mm-hmm. It really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now I have more than 40,000 followers on social media. I need some help, Mr. Sinclair. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So you uh-huh. got you already got the the profile and what it looks like to mm-hmm. do well on social media. I tell people all the time, leverage what you got. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're not manipulating it like you didn't do anything to look that way or mm-hmm. to, to have that presence right. or anything. It's something that God blessed you with. Mm-hmm. So Use what you got right. and mm-hmm. and 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 leverage it and maximize the potential of mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. right? And then you find out exactly how it shows up. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want that to show up? Exactly. Why not? <laughs> I think it's um, <laughs> right. just exactly. listening to you talk. It just kind of brought up like the word adaptability in my mm-hmm. mind because right. I think. Just what's going on in the world. Everything is always constantly changing. So being flexible um, is kind of like, reminds me of Blockbuster. Mm. You know, when Netflix Mm. is like, buy us. And they're like, no, we're going to sell these video cassette tapes uh, (laughs) (laughs) forever. Um, And they had an opportunity to change and adapt and they just didn't do it. Where are they? Yeah, not here <laughs> um, anymore. And I rem- I love me some Blockbuster back too. in the day. That I was did, like right. a social experience. Mm-hmm. But um, so I think it's important, you know, as business owners that we continue to be flexible and mm-hmm. adaptable, you know, in a changing, changing environment right. and changing world. Um, so there are some businesses out there that just don't do well mm-hmm. and they continue to struggle. At what point do we say, Let's walk away from this mm-hmm. and come back. And, you know, they may find like this just wasn't for me. I shouldn't have been doing this in the first place. Or I just need to go back to the drawing board and come back again yeah. later. What do you say to that? Mm. I don't know. Well, I unless you got input, outside input, you don't know. And mm-hmm. that's what, gosh, you just have. You know, I get it. Business coaches, because I am one, they, mm-hmm. they charge some exorbitant prices mm-hmm. with some unmeasurable returns mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and and people go, I'm throwing good money out to bad uh, by engaging someone right. 
that's going to supposedly help me, direct me. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, 90% of every successful business in this country are people that are coached, mm-hmm. that are guided and have someone outside because we all have blind spots. Mm-hmm. So someone that can be incredibly honest with you mm-hmm. and, and, and can you hold you accountable, look at the financials, know that you're not getting ready to mortgage the farm and throw your family <laughs> under the bus mm-hmm. and all of those different things and can say, this is time. Maybe you need to uh, either restart this business or allow this business to fizzle and revisit the whole notion <laughs> of entrepreneurship later. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. no shame in that. Why do we make it shameful? Right, right. There is no shame in that. You may just yeah. not have something that's valuable uh, to the community now mm-hmm. that people want to buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, and let's revisit. Don't, don't get a job. Yeah, I agree. I think because <laughs> I asked one of my friends the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I asked one of my friends the other day, like, what's, you know, um, what is your greatest fear? And he said, failure. Mm. But to me, failure is the only way you learn. Right. Right. You like you have to fail at some point. Like I, you know, does it feel nice? No, it right. doesn't feel nice. But at the same time, I appreciate my failures. Mm-hmm. I think lesson that, at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I probably wouldn't even be right where I'm at. So don't be afraid to <clears throat> fail and fall. And sometimes you do, um who is the guy? Um he's the bald dude on Shark Tank. Um <laughs> Oh, he owned Fubu. Oh, Damon. Da- Damon. Damon Williams or something Damon, like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's Damon on Shark Tank, y'all. <laughs> um, and he talks about how before getting to Fubu, he had so many failures before he was mm. actually very, very successful. Um, so you know, I just kind of think like sometimes we should just be prepared. Like sometimes it's just not going to work out the way we want to, but if we keep trying it and perfecting our product or whatever it is that's unique to us that we'll get there eventually. Right. Yeah. It's either a lifetime or a lesson, right? Mm -hmm. But that's a psychological barrier, uh, particularly in our community, the black community, Mm -hmm. because a lot of uh, touch points in lives have been what people consider failure. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Mm -hmm. one more gets to be too much to bear, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's the fear that keeps us from going outside of the box. Or Mm -hmm. um, There's a lot of underlying messages Mm -hmm. that have been received over the years that people haven't walked through. Mm -hmm. And because they hadn't dealt with that, those messages are the same ones that keep them from moving forward. Mm -hmm. Really. So... Um, until people have the courage to do that, mm-hmm. deal with the things that are inherently that you don't right. see inside of us mm-hmm. that keep they become the barrier to our right. movement, mm-hmm. we stagnate. Mm-hmm. So that's my message to our community: mm-hmm. is be have some courage. Mm-hmm. You know, let's live without fear. Some mm-hmm. now, yeah. You know, yeah. this is the perfect time for us to do it, uh, and and engage with one another. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's so fair. One, I just wanted to back up because I didn't want to pass this over. One of the things you mentioned was mentorship. Mm-hmm. And um, I talked a little bit about this in one of my other shows, but um, that is so important, right. you know, that we actually take some time to 
educate ourselves because we go in a lot of these situations sometimes not really understanding the process, how things work. You don't have to have everything figured out, but you do need to like be knowledgeable somewhat. Um, So I think it's important to have a mentor Mm -hmm. um, and a sponsor as well. Mm -hmm. Um, We talked a little bit about sponsorship on the other show, basically someone who's talking about you or who can advocate for you when Mm -hmm. you're not around. Absolutely. Um, so that even applies in business, not just corporate right. America, y'all. Like yeah. business too. When even more so in entrepreneurship mm-hmm. than in corporate world. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. perfect opportunity for you not to have to learn by your own mistakes. Mm-hmm. You can learn from mm-hmm. someone else's mm-hmm. mistakes. And I got plenty for you. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that goes back Don't to just our community embracing, yeah. you know, each other. Because there's so many, like... Um, before I embarked upon this podcast, you know, I was, you know, getting stuff together. And then um, I stumbled across the Colorado Springs Black Business Network. And I didn't realize how many black entrepreneurs were already right here. here. I had no idea. No clue. Yeah. Um, so surround yourself by people that are in your community that are doing this. But also, if you are a business owner, be nice enough to share what you know. I think right. some people are stingy with it, yeah. you know. Yeah. So <laughs> well, to me, I'm going to be honest, the black community we go in cuz I'm one of the original founders of the Black Business mm-hmm. Network uh too and uh once we start politicizing our business space mm-hmm. uh we are going to lose steam every time because that's really the loudest things that's being shouted mm-hmm. in our nation right, right mm-hmm. now it's a distraction mm-hmm. It really is. It's a distraction from going forward and building business. Yes, yes. In a in a meaningful way. So um, if if that piece has to be a cornerstone for your business, I'm not your guy because mm-hmm. I really don't give a flip about that. <laughs> I don't think I care about your business uh-huh. moving forward right, right. and removing every potential uh, hindrance to mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Am I saying that stuff isn't important? It is. But there has to be somewhere that we separate. Mm-hmm. The, the social ills and all of the things that are going on from our business movement. Mm-hmm. And people say, well, I want to do business where I want to be known. Well, until you make any, some money, you're not going to have any credibility. Mm-hmm. That's just the bottom line. Right. So let's make some money first. Mm-hmm. And then when you're making money enough to impact social issues, mm-hmm. that's when you enter that game. Right, right. Uh, before that, it's just a distraction right. from doing what you were put on earth to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have a seat at the table first. You do, yeah. <laughs> have the juice. Yeah, yeah you, you sitting in your car and everybody mm-hmm. else in the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right, that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense at all. So That yeah. is so true. Um Transitioning into the next thing that I think goes along with this. Um, do you need some more water? I do. Okay. I'm dried. Yeah, he just left us, man. Yeah, I know. We're going to tell him I think it was something he, you said. Look, he was late this morning, too. <laughs> and we ain't got no water. This is just... Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding, y'all. Um, this takes us to the next thing, professionalism. Yeah. Mm. And I don't want to say this is like unique to just black people, but... A lot of people say support black business and they just think that we're supposed to support them because it's a black owned business. Mm -hmm. And I have been to some places, let me tell you, where the customer service, where I was treated so poorly, 
Um, and so I, you know, I don't know where that comes from or, you know, why people think that they can act the way mm. they would act just in their regular home life in a professional setting where they're trying to do business. Um, talk to me a little bit about that and your thoughts. <laughs> mm. <laughs> It's like, oh, we got to be careful with this one. Right. Oh. Um, yes, that is more often. I see that more often than I would like to. Um, my take on that is when you see it, you address it one on one. You address it with them directly. Mm-hmm. Don't address it social media, don't mm-hmm. um, leave a bad review, yeah. have that conversation with them um, and so let them good. know you're, you're speaking to them in love because this is what you saw mm-hmm. and this is what could happen because mm-hmm. of what I saw. <laughs> but, um, and I think, I think that happens because they're not being told it's not professional or it's not good for business or mm-hmm. um, it hasn't been brought to their attention that it's not good. That's so true. Cause I'm the um, type of person, if I'm, if I feel a certain way or I was treated badly, I just won't come back. Yeah, me either. Right. I've been working on that my, these last few mm-hmm. years of just shutting it down, not going back, you know, but now I've made it a point to, if I see it, if I know it, I'll, Let's have that quick conversation. This is what I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably won't be back, but I'm telling you why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least you know. You know, at least you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully one day I'll change my mind and come back. But mm-hmm. this is why. But I'm not doing that in in, in social media. I'm not right. doing that. Putting them out there. Yeah. 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 That, I think that's how we take care of each other. Yeah. That's such a good point, Dorothy. Yeah. It really is. I walked into a restaurant and the cook was blowing his nose right back in the kitchen and I'm supposed to eat that food. Oh, you know what I mean? Wow. So I think there's a, a caricature mm-hmm. or a, a, a misunderstanding of what culture is. Mm-hmm. And many times black people think that just being, well, it's being me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm fitting within the context of my culture mm-hmm. and, and et cetera. What is that even supposed to mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, really, right. we're looking for professional services. You're competing against professional services, mm-hmm. and professional services, whether we like it or not, is has a, a way that it presents itself, the way it talks to its clients mm-hmm. and customers, and et cetera, and uh, not coming in where you're playing games with one another or talking loud and creating an atmosphere that people are uncomfortable in and et cetera. I don't know why anyone would think that shouts professionalism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And And even when we approach just, you know, we go into, you know, some of our Caucasian counterparts, Mm -hmm. we go into their restaurant, we just expect them to have it together. Like we we just know. Right. That this is going to be right. Yeah, but, you know, I don't understand why some people expect us to have to be okay with certain behavior just because right. it's a Black-owned business. Understanding there's a business culture as mm-hmm. well as our own culture. Um, there's a separation between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and understanding that and knowing when you enter into the business world, there's expectations. Mm-hmm. But there's a confusion, though, Dorothy. There's a confusion. There's a lack of mentorship, too. Yeah. Because, quite frankly, I'm 64 years old. 
And I don't even know what the black culture is. <laughs> I don't know all the time what that, you know, and I've been black this whole 64 years, you know, it's and an I've seen. Thing. Yeah. And it goes up and down, <laughs> sideways, things yeah. change. So I don't yeah. even always know how to act myself mm-hmm. that fit within the context of what people think is culture. And if it's confusing within our community, right. what do you think it does outside of a community? Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we don't talk about that stuff. Right. Those are conversations <laughs> we need to have that mm-hmm. yeah. needs to happen. Yeah, I mean, we have to be professional and right. to remain competitive, uh, you know. Um, but I, w- I will also say, like, to you guys' point, your point, Dorothy, about just if be receptive to some criticism and some mm. feedback. You need to listen to that if you want right. to be successful. So if someone actually comes to you and says, this was hey. terrible, you yeah. need to work on this, then there's the reason for it. You need to take right. that into yeah, consideration and change. Um, but also, again, consider mentorship, you know, not just before starting up, but maybe even during, yeah. would absolutely. you say? Yeah, absolutely. Finding a mentor, like as yeah. you go along, someone who can kind of keep you in check. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm working with quite a few young black uh, business owners right now. It's a lot of fun. Okay, a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) So there's only fun (laughs) going on up in here. (laughs) I almost forgot the the forum here for a minute. That's all I got to say about that, like Forrest Gump would say. No. No. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but I will say that timeliness, you know, being on time. I, I made it barely here today on time. But in all seriousness, mm-hmm. being on time is professional. Right. You know, being early is professional. Mm-hmm. Uh being prepared is professional. Right. Particularly Efficient. when you're getting people asking people for their valuable time. Mm-hmm. To mentor right. you, mm-hmm. and a lot of people want it pro bono mm-hmm. and don't want to, you know what I mean, right. et cetera. You know, those are the very minimal expectations that I personally have from other people. Mm-hmm. If you're going to meet me, meet me. Don't call and reschedule and all when this over there. and over. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm sitting there waiting. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, my car broke. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Right. And if you're the person whose car is broke, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> but <laughs> this does not apply. Don't take it personally. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so silly. <laughs> Can you edit that? <laughs> We don't edit nothing on this show. Nothing is edited. Nothing. Right, Kevin? Nothing is edited. Uh-oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You can have the rest of this. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, coming in, you know, early, being on time. But right. I think also looking the part. Right. Don't come right. in there, you know, working with your clients or people that you're expecting and to mentor and have business meetings with, you know. You represent yourself well, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do that. So all that stuff is important. So um, just to kind of recap for the listeners, everything that we've talked through so far. So just take the leap. If you know that it's yeah. in you to do it, you know what your purpose is. Because I think some people just jump into corporate America or wherever because right. it's easy. But a lot of times you find yourself being miserable right. because you shouldn't be doing that. You're passionate about something else. So just take the leap. 
don't overthink things, you know, have a basic plan, have some kind of plan. Right. Um, <laughs> don't just go in there all willy nilly, but um, have a basic plan. Then we kind of talk through mentorship. Right. Find a mentor, you know, to help you not only before your business, but through through it, it. as well to kind of help you grow and, you know, just have that accountability. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And then we talk through just, you know, staying afloat in tough times like right. COVID. Take advantage of what's free. Right. Social media, 100% free. Right. And I think a lot of people have survived because of that. I agree. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And SBDC and SCORE and mm-hmm. all yeah. of the free services we have. Very mm-hmm. few communities have. If you don't know how to build a business plan, they'll help you build it. Right. You don't have to pay one cent because mm-hmm. it takes nothing but your time mm-hmm. to do. Right. If you're paying someone to coach you to build a business plan, you're throwing good money out the bat. <laughs> because what's the you mm-hmm. got no services for right. free in this city. Right. Mm-hmm. right. A lot yeah, of free resources. That's the way we direct people. You go there, get that bill, send me a copy, mm-hmm. then let's talk through it together about mm-hmm. movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so much mm-hmm. easier. Mm-hmm. Along with that, we talked about supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black businesses supporting each other. You know, if we see each other falling, let's help each other out. Right. Let's not talk about each other. Right. Yes. Um, um, along with that, we didn't really talk that much about it, but just networking. <gasps> it's really important, I think. <laughs> just Well, just in life in general, but yeah. for right. businesses, because there's so many people who can do things for you. Right. You know, either cheaper or, mm-hmm. you know, they'll work with you just because they like you. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so um, networking, of course. Um, and then we talk through just professionalism, mm-hmm. you know, accepting criticism, being able to receive feedback. And then also us black people that are supporting the business, we have to be willing to give the feedback. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not just disappear right. and never come back. Right. That doesn't help anybody. So no. I want to add one last thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Be givers, oh, not yes. just takers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's really so that's 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 such a key yeah. component component of business. And I see so many people, what can you do for me? What can you do for me? You know, no, and they never even <laughs> drop your name or say anything right. to anyone mm-hmm. or do anything right. for anyone right. else. Mm-hmm. The worst place that a human being can be is inside themselves, mm-hmm. inside their own heads. It really is. And what prevents that is having the giver's mentality where you, your business isn't about you. Mm-hmm. It's about what you can do for others. Mm-hmm. That is so true. That's how God wants us to be. It is. You know, it's not just about us, but who we're here to help, really. Exactly. Yeah. So um, closing here, um, you guys have been business owners for a number of years. What is the biggest lesson that you've learned that you can share with my listeners? Oh, my biggest one is the have your process before you get started. <laughs> working with a process or trying to create a process in the middle of everything, you can't see the forest, the forest for the mm-hmm. trees. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. That is my biggest. Um, the next one is the best time to start a business is when you have a job. <laughs> <laughs> That is so true. 
<laughs> you need some checks. You do. To pay your bills you while you work on while you're working on something that mm-hmm. is to be stable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Your mortgage doesn't get suspended. Right. Don't be homeless trying to start a business no, that you weren't necessarily no, prepared to start. Work. That doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, I'm blessed because my husband is is yes. a huge supporter and mm-hmm. is, you know. Making good money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't going to share that. No, but I'll share it for you. Pass some coins over here, okay? <laughs> yeah, so he takes care of us financially. So that it's it's it allows me to invest in places that I wouldn't invest in mm-hmm. in my business. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if it wasn't for him, I didn't. It's, it's sometimes yeah we we have a month or two because I'm on 100 percent commission yeah mm-hmm. so I pay my staff out of that oh so if I don't get paid nobody gets paid nobody gets paid right. <laughs> so yeah so mm-hmm. you know having that support system at home is huge mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that is so amazing. What was the question? What's the biggest lesson you've learned in your journey? Uh, the biggest lesson I've learned is that, um, you know, no one's ever walked up to me and said, hmm, my marriage is going so well. I'm so encouraged by my marriage, I'm divorcing. No one's ever walked up to me and said, I'm so encouraged by school, I'm dropping out. Mm-hmm. No one's ever walked up to me and said, I'm so encouraged by my business that I'm quitting it. hmm so the biggest lesson I've learned is find a way to be encouraged. Mm-hmm. You have to rather be self-encouragement. I never walk out the door. I didn't come here this morning mm-hmm. without my encouragement exercise that I was going to be encouraged because I have to have that in order to be able to give that. Right. Mm-hmm. right? right. So uh, that's what I tell people, that anyone that wants to lead and influence other human beings, find a way to make sure that you constantly and are consistently encouraged yourself. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, and you know what? Stuff is just stuff. Business is just business, just mm-hmm. human stuff. Right. You mm-hmm. know, we put, put way, too, way too much mental capital into mm-hmm. it. We mm-hmm. really do. It, it is human stuff. Right. You know, sometimes it's going to go good, sometimes it's going to go bad. It, um, most times it's got nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. You know, COVID proved that right. that, <laughs> that uh, control is just an illusion, mm-hmm. right? right? Right. Yeah. So we just just know that. I mean, internally know that that all the great things are happening in your business isn't because your ingenuity and you're so smart, and all the bad things isn't because you suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So you kind of keep a balance there yeah. and and just continue to move forward mm-hmm. and celebrate your victories mm-hmm. instead of right. bemoaning all of the bad that things so that true. go on. Yeah. Smell yeah. the roses sometimes. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys for coming. Um, I just wanted to give you guys some space to talk about your business and actually what it is that you do. So okay. you're um, you own a farmers, farmer's insurance. I do. Um, Dorothy B. Insurance Agency. It is. Um, I am. I have a farmer's insurance agency and I am located on Toma Drive. 5484 Toma Drive mm-hmm. um, between Vickers and Montebello. Um, right now, my focus is life insurance, but I my agency handles all uh, personal mm-hmm. insurance as well as uh, business insurance. Um, 
And I've been doing that for about two years now. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Dream Again, Frank Sinclair, Dream Again Business Consulting. Uh, if I have a niche market, it's be the people between concept or you have an idea for a business in five years. So that space. So I'm an entrepreneurial coach, uh, empowerment and encouragement coach that helps people move forward. Mm -hmm. I also do keynote speaking from an inspirational point of view uh, for businesses and corporations. So, and we do work that we call interpersonal communication mm -hmm. because we really don't define the way that we treat each other every day. So we've created a scale that shows and really defines our interactions mm -hmm. on a daily basis so that we can manage them better. Mm -hmm. So Frank Sinclair would dream again. We bridge the gap between discouragement and hope. Wow. That was intense. Nice. Awesome. Where can they find you on social media? Um, you can look up Dorothy B. Insurance Agency on Facebook. Um, that's about all I got right now. Okay. <laughs> She's working on it. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Um, phone number, my office phone number is 719-534-9844. Mm -hmm. um, and you can also just Google my name, Dorothy B. All right. So yeah. find her on Facebook, follow her, like, subscribe, all that. And Mrs. Sinclair, you have Dream Again LLC, yeah. right? Yeah, on Instagram, Facebook, mm -hmm. uh, LinkedIn, and also my web page is dreamagainllc.com. Mm -hmm. If you ever want to do a one-hour consultation, just go to my calendar, schedule it. And let's do it any way you like, either through Zoom in person or on the telephone. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Um, make sure, if you haven't already, that you go and like at Back and Forth TV on Facebook and Instagram. Like, subscribe, set a notification, you know, so you can get notifications when I'm on. Um, and then also share with your friends because we're talking about all kinds of amazing things that are funny, fun, but hopefully from each of these episodes, you'll come away learning and knowing something. As usual, I do like to close with a quick scripture. Um, so this scripture is coming from Romans 8, 28 and 29. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. One of my favorite scriptures. Amen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, thank you, listeners, for, for tuning in, and we will catch you next week. Mm -hmm. The end. <laughs> <laughs>